Thanks for pressing play on the BizTalk 518 podcast. I'm Leo Quinn. My guest today is Eric Lee. He's one of the owners of Kumaani, a Japanese restaurant with various locations throughout the Capital District. He's got one on Wolf Road, New Scotland Avenue, one at Crossgates Mall, and one at the Empire State Plaza. And one of the things Eric wanted to stress is even though they're under the same name, they oftentimes have very different menus. So if you go to kumaani.com, that's K-U-M-A-A-N-I.com, you'll see all the various menus for his locations. Now, Eric, tell me about Kumaani. Yeah, so uh, Kumaani is a Japanese restaurant. So when we, you know, I'm a co-founder. My partner is Tommy uh, Huang. And we initially, uh, you know, thinking about opening a Japanese restaurant. Um, so our concept, you know, it's not only, you know, bringing sushi, but also, you know, provide quality food mm-hmm. at affordable, affordable price. And Tommy, you know, initially learned uh, how to make Sushi, and, you know, in Chicago, okay. uh, at one of uh, our friends' uh, restaurants. You know, after spending two years there, he uh, he worked in New York City in the surrounding area for uh, three, four years. Then mm-hmm. you know we decided to partner up because we share similar, um, you know, culinary ideas and concepts. Okay. I mean, we want to start out with you know. Um, you know, like I said, bringing quality food to the community at mm-hmm. an affordable price. But we also know that, you know, sushi is not uncommon as it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we want to do something different. You know, we want to bring, you know, to, to bring uh, some exotic fish that's not uh, common in the area. Mm-hmm. So we have done with, you know, live scallops. You know, when we, you know, first opened, we, we advertised for live scallops, uh, live lobster. Uh, we, you know, even did the geo duck. But, you know, unfortunately, um, not everyone is up for, you know, exotic taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, but, you know, still we are for, you know, um, quality uh, food. So we use a, a, a uh, uh, premium grade seafood. Uh, we order our supplies from, you know, Japanese uh, seafood uh, suppliers. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, there are techniques that we use, uh, such as press sushi, um, that a lot of people don't, you know, are not very familiar with. And from there on, you know, once people get to know us, uh, you know, we see that, you know, there is a need for, um, quality food and that's how that's how you know that's the base of our expansion because we have you know location at empire state plaza mm-hmm. we have cross gate mall we have a ramen shop at uh, wolf row wow. so so you know the funny thing is that every location we you know we we, we set up it's slightly different than the previous restaurant which is you know it's something very very different it's not you know not it's not the best practice for building a a brand but Mm -hmm. uh you know at empire state plaza we try to do you know any sushi combo 
Um, that's not, you know, typically you don't see it at places. We are at, at Crossgate Mall. We bought uh, Poke Bowl and Sushi Burrito. Okay. And Poke Bowl, you typically see it in, you know, in, in New York City. It's pretty, you know, trendy right now. Mm-hmm. But Sushi Burrito is not very common in the East Coast. Right. You see that a lot in the West Coast. Okay. So we bought that in. Then, you know, we figured, you know what? You know, we want to bring good ramen. So instead of, you know, just opening a ramen shop, we actually, uh, we bought a machine from Japan that makes, you know, ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. So we make our own noodles. We make our own broth. Just so that, you know, like I said, you know, it comes down to we want to provide quality food, where, you know, at an affordable price. That's great. That's great. Now, let's uh, go back a little bit. Tell us where you were born. So I was born in uh, southern China in the province called Fujian. Okay. And what uh, what do your parents do or what did they do if they're retired? or? So, so right now my parents are retired. Uh, you know, we are in, you know, they are in takeout uh, Chinese restaurant business before. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's long hour work. So, yes. I mean, right now it's, it's the best time for them just to retire and enjoy. Do they still live in China or are, are, are they here? I'm sorry. Uh, they travel back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they spend a few months here. They spend a few months in China. Um, just going back and forth. Uh, sometimes they do a little part-time job. Just, you know, just to live a, a easy, you know, retirement life. You know, when you don't have anything to do, at that age, it's kind of boring. So they want to do a little part-time. I see. They can. <laughs> okay. Do you have brothers and sisters? I have a sister. Okay. A uh, younger sister. Is she in the business too? Nah. She, uh, she's in, in, in the tri-state area, uh, you know, in the financial industry, okay. um, you know, doing her little stuff. <laughs> Did you, how about I in mean, school? She, go ahead. Yeah. No, Did you go have, ahead. Did you have a favorite subject in school? Um, you know what? Throughout my, you know, throughout my school year, I always been a, uh, I always liked history a lot, mm-hmm. and I like math. Um, it's on the rational side of the sure, <laughs> sure, study <laughs> subject. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you play sports when you were a kid? Uh no, no, no. I, not not a big sports fan. But I do like football, though. Now, uh, American football or soccer? American, fo- American football. American I actually don't football. like soccer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and I don't know the education system over there. Did you, after high school, did you go on to college? Well, actually, you know, I, you know, I came here when I was, uh, when I was young. I came here when I was 12. 12, okay. So I went, you know, so I went to school here. Uh, I went to SUNY Binghamton. Okay. What did you study? Oh, yeah. I study economics. Okay. And that helps in business, certainly, you would think? Um, uh, you would think. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, one thing uh, I realized after I graduated from college is that, you know, what you learn in school uh, doesn't necessarily... Uh, Sorry, did, did we get uh, cut off? No, no, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, what, you know, what we learn in college doesn't necessarily apply to, you know, the real life. Right. And um, 
you know, especially when when you wanted to build a business. Economic give you a better sense of what's going on, mm-hmm. but you know, restaurant is about micro management. Right. So so there there are things you could use definitely. I mean, financial sense. Um, it helps. I would say it helps. <laughs> well, what was your first job as a kid? Uh, the first job where they actually took, uh, you know, social security out of your paycheck and all that. <laughs> uh, I actually, uh, the first job was a uh, salesperson at Sears. Salesperson at Sears. Really? Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's good interaction with people and learn, you know, learn things, you know, firsthand. <laughs> That's an unusual job. Most people start at a restaurant or a bowling alley or a movie theater, but you went right for sales. Well, you know what? Uh, I would say that you know that one of the beauty about sales is that um, as long as you know how to sell, mm-hmm. uh, they will hire you. <laughs> you don't need a particular uh, degree. Right. Um, you know, personal interaction is, is more, you know most important. Right. Good point. Good point. Well, well, how did you get from SUNY Binghamton to owning a bunch of restaurants? <laughs> well, you know what? It, it, you know, it, it comes down to a realization. Um, it, it's an unfortunate realization, I would say. You know, when I graduated from college, my first job after college was, uh, you know, being a stockbroker. Stockbroker. I was actually want to. Yeah, I was actually want to get into a finance. You know, finance. You know, finance financial mm-hmm. industry but you know I, one thing I realized is that you know through my personal experience and through you know friends experience is that you know in finance industry either you are extremely smart mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately I'm not or um, you are well connected right um, which I'm not as well <laughs> so so but you know, if you go with a typical job, you know, there will be a ceiling uh, as to how far you will be able to climb in, in your career. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my friends, you know, experience was that, you know, he worked hard throughout the year. And, you know, there's a, another person who came in after him. And when he was giving a, an annual assessment, it was, you know, he was giving fair, you know, while he, you know, he did most of the work. Uh-huh. Um, and then he went inside and said, you know, either you change my assessment or I will quit. My friend's Asian, the other person's white. It's, it's a reality check. And I feel like, you know, without putting myself in a position that I might be, I might encounter in my career. Mm-hmm. Is that be my own boss? Okay. Yes, I still, you know, have to deal with a lot of things going on in life, mm-hmm. but at least I have little control as to you know what goes on. Mm-hmm. So and then you know, I grew up in restaurants, so I know restaurants in and out, and I feel like you know that might be the first step to my other ambitions in life. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. And what was the first business you opened on your own after quitting as a stockbroker? Well, um, I would say I managed uh, a few restaurants before. Okay. 
uh, before I, you know, I go on to open uh, Kumani. And um, I, I think those experiences are very important. Um, How long have you had Kumaani? Uh, I would say about four or five years now. Four or five years, okay. Yeah. And, and, and the same location on New Scotland Avenue or Scotland Avenue? Yes, yes. Neat. All right. Well, I like to do now what I call my speed round. If you could have coffee with any three people, dead or alive, who would they be? No, I thought about that uh, very hard. Uh, I would say the first person will be George Washington. Okay. And the second will be Mao Zedong. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you know. And um, the third person, it's, uh, you know, I'll say probably Andrew Yang. Andrew you know? Yang. Okay. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Let him pay for it, though. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, I think, you know, the reason for the those three is that, you know, because I like history and I feel like, you know, back then when George Washington, you know, fight for the independence of this country, it's given the surrounding, you know, environment, political environment, where you have a bunch of kings and queens and lords, it's, it's hard for anyone to, to resist the temptation of power. Right, and he, and then he, you know, he gave up, and, and you know, in a way, he set the set a great example for democracy, and it's it's very very, you know, it's it's you know never seen before, right? And I I think you know he has the characteristics that that you know to make him the I would say the greatest president of the of the of the of the country, um, and then you know Mao. You know, after ending, you know, thousands of years of, you know, dynasty in Chinese history. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mao is kind of, you know, he, he's, regardless of what people say about him, he, he, he's trying to, you know, break the class barrier and, and try to bring people more equal. Mm -hmm. Um so I, I think he's great. But Andrew Yang, I, I, I think he's, you know, we have a lot of issues in the country right now. We do. And I think Andrew Yang has more rational answer to those issues. And, <laughs> and I think it's fun to just to see what he has to say. That's great. Three great choices, I think. Well, in all your years in the restaurant business or any out and about, have you ever had any uh, encounters with famous people? Nope. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> How about, uh, are, are you a podcast listener? And if so, do you have any that you recommend? Uh, no, I try to find certain subjects. Um, but I'm not a podcast listener. Okay. I mean, there are subjects that I, I would like to listen, uh, but I don't think there's any podcasts that are dedicated to it. it. It's like, you know, for the past year of the primary you know, I'm kind of interested in the political structure of our nation, mm -hmm. and and you know what the you know how it's structured and what what the downfall you know what's the great thing that 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 we we embedded in there. I don't think there's any you know uh, podcast that focus on that particularly. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Other than your own, do you have any other favorite restaurants? <sighs> I do. I do. Um, 
Uh, you know, I, I used to live in New York City, and um, there are, you know, it really depends on what you craving for. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if you want uh, Southeast Asian Malaysian food, you know, I would recommend there. there's one in Brooklyn uh, on 8th Avenue, I think at the corner of 8th Avenue and 54th Street. I forgot mm-hmm. the name. Okay. I think it's called Nam. They have, I would say they have great South Asian food. Uh, they do um, coconut chicken rice, mm-hmm. which is great. If you're looking for like uh, bao, uh, I'm not sure if you know what bao is. No. Uh, steamed bun with uh, meat inside, stuffed with okay. meat. Uh, they have one in Flushing uh, on Prince Street. Um, it's called Nan Xiang. And they, you know, they they are they are great. They are actually uh, what they are listed on Michelin Guide, but unfortunately, they are you know they are closed. Sure, sure. Um, you know, I I don't go to a lot of American restaurants. Oh, I know it's you know Olive Garden, Denny's, <laughs> yeah, McDonald's, yes, McDonald's. <laughs> there and then local favorite, you know, it's Ben's Vietnamese. You know, I like their food. I, I think they are very authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vietnamese. Uh, Shiny Rainbow is pretty uh, authentic, you know, Chinese restaurant that I like. Okay. Very good. Well, do you have a favorite vacation spot? No. <laughs> no? Yeah, most restaurant owners don't have a lot of time for vacations. I well, you know what? I think it depends on the mood. Like, you know, for example, right now, I feel like I, should, I, I could go to Alaska for a little cool air. <laughs> um, but I do like, you know, I never been to uh desert area. Okay. You know, never, you know, I thought about going to Arizona. Um, you know, as you know, living in the city, you never see a sky full of stars. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was always imagining like, what, what would it be like if you go to like desert with nothing and then you just have a, a sky full of stars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Someday, hopefully you'll be able to get out there. How about, um, hopefully. Is there any book that has influenced you either in your business or personal life? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's a call, there's a book called uh, God of Art, I think. God um, of Art? What's it called? Yeah, God of Art, O-D-D. Oh, so, God, God a, of Art, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think that's the title of the book. It's actually talk about it's funny how you talk about how insurance uh, industry started it. It's it's actually uh, during the uh, the time during the time with great uh, discovery, where people sell to different part of the world, and they are risking their life to bring uh, commodities back to Europe. Uh, they are risk you know they, they are risking you know being lost in the sea. So people come up with a way to to pay a premium if something happens, they will pay, you know, they will pay pay their family, you know, a fortune. So to re- reduce the overall risk that that you be involving. Um it's 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 very, very interesting uh book. Um you know, there are a lot of books. Um another one, uh it's it's about food. Is I think it's called Modern Culinary Art. Okay. It's a uh, volume of six books. 
it's 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 very very interesting. It, it breaks down, you know, food to a particle level, atomic level. Uh-huh. Um, it, you know, it talks about how oven works. It talks about why food turns to certain color. Um, you know, at what degree does egg like? How do you reverse egg? Like, you know, how after you boil egg, mm-hmm. how do you re- reverse the solid egg into a liquid form again? Wow! So it talks about stuff like that. It's it's very very interesting. <laughs> Modern culinary art. Okay. Well, how about a piece of advice that someone gave you? Either again, either by business or personal, that stuck. Uh, well, there's, there's two. I mean, one is my friend saying that, you know, if you decided to open your restaurant, if you fail, just continue, uh, continue on opening more. There you go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, a, yeah. Great um, advice. Keep going. Is Keep going is the lesson there. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing until you succeed. Right. <laughs> Love it. And you said there were two. What's the other one? Um, the other one, it's, it's my, you know, it's, it's for my dad. Um, my dad said that it's, this is what he said. He said, you know, I'm taking care of myself for you. Because in Chinese tradition, um, you know, like I, ha- I, I'm obligated to take care of my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said that you know I'm taking care of myself for you, which I, you know, <laughs> it's nice. So, so, so what he's saying is that you know you got you got to make sure that you have good health, and nothing replaces good health. Right. Um, you know, a lot of you know unfortunate things uh, arise from. Uh, health crisis right and, and if you don't take care of take care of yourself then you're just going to be a burden to your family and and and, and you know what they're going to do i mean they'll be sad so you know good health is everything that's right you know <laughs> what is it um uh health healthy people want one thing you know unhealth or uh, healthy people have a bunch of goals unhealthy people have one goal <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> to be healthy so good advice and i never thought of it as taking care of yourself for your your children or the people who have to take care of you but that's a great way to think of it um, yeah i mean i i think it would be a very unfortunate thing if you know if my parents they you know get sick and they have to spend their you know their time in hospital you know, going back and forth in hospitals and, and spend a fortune that they could have done you know they could have do you know other stuff yeah. And, you know, my dad at his age, it's kind of funny because, you know, he wanted to be healthy and then he will take advice from some random people, you know, who doesn't have, you know, certification right. and say, you should eat this, you should, you should eat that. Yeah. And then he will buy a bunch of stuff <laughs> and it's hard to convince him not to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I understand that. Those those infomercials are convincing at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Aren't they? Well, tell us how people find your restaurants. What are your website addresses and all that fun stuff? Yeah, so they can find us at kumaani.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 
it has all the menus and informations and, and phone numbers. Um, one thing I, I do want to tell people is that, you know, every location is different. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't necessarily serve the same food. Sure. Um, we, you know, one of our goal is try to uh, expose people to different uh, food, different ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with sushi, we try to do, you know, different things, uh, you know, like sushi pizza, sushi oh. sandwich, okay. <laughs> bowl, burritos. Um, sometimes, you know, people like it. Sometimes people don't like it. You know, we have ramen that we do differently as well. You know, we do, you know, on our wolf rotation, our ramen has, you know, uh, pork bone broth, chicken broth, uh, seafood broth, and, you know, uh, vegan broth. Mm-hmm. That, you know, all, all of them are housemade. Okay. Um, we, you know, we try to, like I say, you know, we try to bring quality food at affordable pricing. Um, everything is done in-house. Anything we could do ourselves, uh, we'll do it. Um, just try to provide a healthier, uh, tastier food to our customers. That's great. And if you'll send me links to all your restaurants, I'll include them in the show notes too, so people can go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I will. Each of your, Thank you. Each of your locations. <laughs> well, Eric, I appreciate your time today. This has been great. Thank you very much. Hey, no problem. Thank you for reaching out to me. Mm-hmm.